whatever Goss considers them to be right here on Fox Sports Radio. Goss, what's number four? I'm making a late audible here because I had one story, but we did a lot of baseball talk there. So unfortunately, uh-huh. if you were looking for more baseball talk, we'll have you covered at the next of the next hour. Maybe. Because an extended Levac and Goss is taking you to I'm not doing it. Five ten. You know what? I'm doing both stories here. I'm making five and four. Oh, Red Sox, Blue Jays, 5-10 coverage starts tonight. 6-10 first pitch here on your home for Boston. Red Sox baseball. Fox Sports 95-9-980. LeVac will be hosting a Red Sox no, pregame show. Also, I met- just talked to my agent. Yeah. I don't even work here. You can't make me do it. The Tigers, grr, take down the Mets 2-0. Justin Verlander does not get the win there. Baseball Thursdays. Is this a day? This is, a, this is an odd question. I'm going to do it anyways. Is it weird with a faster-paced baseball Thursday games? What do we do with this? I don't know if it's probably the day that hurts the most in baseball because these games are basically over before most people are out from work. Uh, you know, here, here's the the deal with it. I, I love it when I'm home. I love it when I'm actually like able to sit down and watch it. But I was talking to a, a good friend of mine. Who she she bought these like great tickets for her and her husband for their anniversary. Spent a ton of money, like way more than she would normally spend. And then she's sitting there looking at the average length of a baseball game this year, and she's like, "I wouldn't have spent that much for two and a half hours. <laughs> you know, three, four hours makes sense. Two, two and a half. I feel like I ripped myself off here. So it, I think that when baseball games become shorter than the bus trip that you go see them, that could become an issue for me. That really, really like." I know that that's what they wanted, and I know that long term it'll be it'll be awesome. But short baseball not necessarily a great thing. I got I got to have the the radio out back, the cigar, the bourbon. That's how I, that's how I get down with the Yankee games. I'm I'm barely gonna get through a glass or, or six. It's not a criticism because I think you and I both agree. We both liked most of, if not all, of the changes in baseball. The the pitch clock has become the red zone of the NFL. If you chopped up a game, and I know some of the MLB TV stuff does this, you're getting everything you want in a baseball game without any of the downtime. So I think the rules, expansion, average, is not, it's been great for the sport. Just Thursdays is tough. Not the weekends, not the night games. Thursdays where you got to check your phone and watch it or any of that stuff. That's been the day that's been hurt the most by that. I said I kind of cheated here because I also want to give some love to Coach Liam Gleason and the Seattle Lacrosse team who's getting ready for face-off 7 o'clock. Manhattan, they're taking on the top seed in the MAC tournament. Sienna, if you missed the interview, Coach Gleason, right there on demand, Spotify and Apple, soon to be on Fox Sports, 980.com and iHeart app, all that stuff. If you missed it, go back and check it. But we're rooting on Coach Gleason. I'm going to shoot him a text here after the next. Good luck to him and the Saints. I would love to see that. I know they use the dog, right, as the, the mascot for the Saints. The underdog in the tournament right now. I would love Sienna to make the NCAA playoffs. It would be really cool stuff. Uh, obviously, we, we want to see that. I mean, especially because some idiot thought tonight's game was Saturday, but that's actually the MAC championship game tonight's semifinals. Um, Liam Gleason, just just one of the one of the great guys in the capital region, one of the great guys in sports. Um, I was talking to uh, Jake, our sales rep, who played for him, and he just he did he did the impersonation for me, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's so good, man. But I, he still has to do it on the show, or he's not allowed to sell the show. So. Wait a second. Yesterday it was if they won the Mac, he'd have to do the impression. Now it's if he wants to sell the show, he has to do the impression. He's sliding down the totem pole. That quick, huh? It's that easy, especially because it's good. If it sucked, I would have been like, oh, you're off the hook. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. Now, 
it's a good impersonation. And it, it makes me laugh. I want, I want, ultimately, I want the Saints to win tonight. I want Liam Gleason to come back on, and I want him to be interviewed by himself. <laughs> That's my goal. That's my dream. The world needs more Saints, especially if both of them are Liam and they're interviewing each other. Number three. The commissioner of the National Arena League, Chris Siegfried, is making national headlines. That was LeVac making a fart noise into his microphone because it seems, LeVac, you're a bit annoyed. You know, you haven't had a meltdown. There's been a lot of possibilities for a meltdown. What did you I'm make of the... I'm a different guy, man. You're, you're changed, man. I'm a different man. guy, man. What ha- what's up with Commissioner Siegfried and some of the comments today involving the league? First of all, you put out a notice like an hour or two before you were going to make an announcement. And you made it like everybody starts freaking out, right? Because we're like, is something wrong with the team? Did something happen? Is there, you know, I, I, people are hitting me up like, is it a merger? I'm like, you're not going to merge during a season. So, no. And, and you know, Commissioner Siegfried and I have a very, a very good relationship. But at the same time, now that I'm not in the league, he doesn't really feel the need to talk to me. Um, makes me feel a little used. But he literally just put out a statement that said, hey, we like our owners, but made the made the point to single out one organization and one owner. Goes a couple paragraphs of like, hey, you know, the owners are great. We love you guys. We appreciate you. All the hard work, blah, blah, blah. The NAO would like to thank our team owners, the dedication to the league. He continues. I would also like to thank new Albany Empire majority owner Antonio Brown, and MVP Arena General Manager Bob Belber for their efforts during the Empire's ownership transition. Antonio brings a new level of passion to the Empire and to the NAL. I look forward to working with AB as we continue to strengthen the National Arena League. I'm just going to say some names for you. Say some names. How about about John Kane, who's part owner of uh, the Carolina Cobras? I know, I know Paulie Walnuts, Morquat, whatever the hell his name is. He's not a big fan of mine, but he's a new owner down in Carolina. Um, you know, uh, there's there's been great owners throughout the league for a long None of them have ever received a, hey, I got an announcement coming, and then an announcement where they were thanked for being an owner. This screams, screams, please be nice to me, Tony. Please be my friend. And if you have friends who have money, would you have them launch teams in this league? Because I get a bonus for every team that joins. Mike Corda is the reason the Nets are back, baby. You wanted them, Siegfried. Corda made them happen, okay? Mike Corda is the reason the Empire is back. Ranch, Dico, Nate Starling, they wanted to do it. They needed to get with Mike Corda. Mike Corda has never received a press announcement from Chris Siegfried. And Siegfried, you know my number. Call up. We'll put you on the show if you got the stones. Commissioner Siegfried wants in one of these Instagram videos, huh? He just wants to be in the my story, uh, getting the name out there. It's the best way to some, do it, I guess. Somewhere showing a house. Yes, he's also a realtor. Siegfried's doing the finger thing, like put that bleep on. He's just he's no, completely he's, not of song, he's completely he? drank oh, no. the Kool Aid, like. I've always liked him a lot, but this 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 screams appease the crazy person so that he's nice to me and maybe spreads the word with anyone he knows who has money. 
by the way, no one likes Tony. No one's coming to, to, to play with Tony. Your best luck would be somebody who wanted to spend money just to beat him. Number two. I don't have any disagreements there. I don't have much to add because I think you covered that very well. I was It was weird because normally when I say something Gaz doesn't like, he'll back away from the microphone like he thinks you can see him like remove himself. He didn't do that and he didn't comment. So I was like, all right, what's going on? He, no, he just thought I did okay. All right, good. I was dancing around to the AB <laughs> song for a while. Uh, yeah. I'm going to move on to number it's two. Like, here. It's like if you didn't know how to do hokey pokey. That's the AB <laughs> dance. This should be a bigger story. They may continue to build as more details come out. We have a true big-time college sports betting scandal. Today, Alabama has announced the firing of their baseball coach, Brad Bohannon. Five days after suspicious wagering was detected on the Crimson Tides game against the LSU Tigers. If you haven't been following this story with more details coming out, there was a bet placed at Cincinnati, Ohio at, I believe it's still Comerica Park. Someone at Comerica Park placed a significant wager on the game for Alabama to win. So much so that the Ohio Gaming Authority was alerted by why is this big of a bet coming from out of state on an Alabama LSU baseball game. Now, for those wondering, Alabama did not win the game. Uh So this bet, if I've read this correctly, that bet did not cash. In fact, they were up 8-1, to one, a late rally, but still not enough to win the game. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey said Wednesday that the conference is also investigating the situation. We're aware of reports related to the suspension of wagering Alabama baseball games across two states. For those that don't know that, multiple states can actually decide what you can and can't wager on. That's yeah. state by state. Pennsylvania has now joined, uh, along with three other states, banning Alabama baseball bets. That's Ohio, Indiana, and New Jersey because of this. So... From the details we have right now, a coach got fired that fast? That smells like something's up involving the Crimson Tide program. And this, even if you're not a fan of wagering on sports, actually is good because there's people (laughs) looking to say, oh, it's rigged. I've noticed that people only when they're losing bets scream out the game's rigged. Yeah. This actually regulates sports wagering and not making it the Wild West that so many people claimed it was going to be. The the thing about it is they know where you are. They know what you bet. Why in the world would you think they don't know who you are when you bet? You know what I mean? Like, why would you think that they can't figure that part out? Like, I um, I like wagering. I, I think some of the New York rules are silly, but fine. It's all right. We get to wager. Like, you can't wager on, like, opinion bets and stuff like that. Like, you can't, like... Like awards that are based on opinions, you can't really you can't wager on things of that nature. You can't you can't bet on schools that are inside the state. But that's hey, look, I'll live with that. That's no big deal. I was down uh, in Georgia. It's not legal to bet online in Georgia yet, but it is legal to bet in Alabama. But they have a stipulation where they are a a, a boutique state, so you have to go to their spot to bet on it, stuff like that. So like all these little rules, all these little things. You can't get away with betting when you're not supposed to bet anymore. If you're betting where you're not supposed to be, if you're betting where you're not supposed to be, they're going to figure it out. You got two choices. Don't do it. Or go see Benny the Fish. If you're going to break the rules, break the law. What the hell? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just, well, Lee Harold, that Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 980, 95.9. Do not condone breaking the law. 
except for when it's just smarter than being stupid. And if your name is Bohannon, you should be a coach in Alabama. It just makes sense. And I believe I said Comerica Park. I want to make it more confusing. Detroit, that's some of the Tigers. We're talking about yeah. the LSU Tigers baseball team. Cincinnati's ballpark is called the Great American Ballpark. Nothing right. screams America quite like wagering on teenagers' baseball games randomly with a tip that probably was over $100,000 wagered. I told you that I had a friend. This is years and years ago. This is before any wagering was was legal in New York. Like Rivers wasn't doing sports bets yet, stuff like that. Who found a guy who would give you lines on high school football games? No. Yo, oh, yeah. Hey, you want to get you want to get in on this one? No. No, it's it's hard enough it's hard enough to bet on grown men who are paid to win. It's more difficult to bet on college students who may or may not care about what goes on in the world besides football. High school kids? What if little Timmy had an acne breakout and, and didn't want to be here? You know, no. No, I don't want to bet on high school football. But it's there. You can bet. If you want to bet, somebody's going to take that wager. It's going to happen. Just It's an IQ test for me at this point for some of these people. Reckless, big J journalism out the window. I don't think it's hard to sniff out that the coach is involved somehow on this. Right? He got fired yeah. that fast. Alabama sniffed this out and said, you got to go. Bye. See ya. But yeah. I am fascinated by the details of how this is going to come together. They I should am. be forced to find somebody with as an Alabama last name. Because Bohannon is just like, hey, who's your coach? Coach Bohannon. Like, it just makes sense. It just works. You can see the dip in his mouth. Yeah. Right? This big like, thing of chew. Right. I love, uh, you know, uh, uh, Coach Bam Bam over here, but he's not the same. He, uh, Bohannon. That's going to go south when that happens. Yeah, this we actually went through the bed here. I got to keep playing it. Hang on. Talk the number you. the number one story here: the Lakers taking on the Warriors tonight, nine o'clock tip off on the East Coast. Lakers are up one nothing in this series. But Levac, for me, I still don't give the Lakers a chance to win this series. Do you feel uh, like LA can actually beat Golden State and get to the Western Conference Finals? You had uh, you got any interest in in me? Uh, you know, pulling the same thing I've been pulling on you for years. Yes. Is LeBron James in this thing? He is. Then the Lakers can win it. Yeah. I like the Lakers. I like them. I just, you know, actually, I think this is an over game tonight. I'll, I, might, I might have to do something with this in my best bets tonight um, towards the end of the show, whenever the hell that is, whenever you let me leave. But, yeah, no, if, if, if AD is willing to do what, you know, go out there and, and, and play efficiently and aggressively, he's got to be aggressive, B-E, aggressive. And LeBron is LeBron. They can beat anyone. They just don't seem to do that often enough. I know you're not a big Breaking Bad fan, but I feel like it's that Jesse Pinkman quote from Breaking Bad when he talked about Walter White. The Lakers sucked this regular season, and then they turned it on in the postseason. It's not good for the sport. Jesse Pinkman yells at, he can't keep getting away with it. The Lakers taking the regular season off and winning the postseason. They can't keep getting away with it. That's what happened. I don't give the Lakers a chance to win the series. I, even though they were up 1-0, I think Golden State smacks L.A. tonight. All right. All right. Well, we'll get back into this during best bets, it feels like. All right. Uh, you want to tell us about your friends and my friends, everybody's friends at the Integrative Sleep Center? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. My good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They, uh, they This is amazing. Like It's funny to me all the things I've done in my life, but most people will come up to me and go, oh, you're that sleep guy. Yeah, you got the you got the mouthpiece there from the Integrative Sleep Center. Yeah, that's that's me. Um, here's here's how it went down. I I was I was complaining about snoring. I was complaining about not sleeping. 
luckily for me, Lorianne, Dr. Ear, somebody over there heard me talking about it, literally called in to get me, to drag me there. They wanted me in there. They wanted to get this set up. Got a custom-made mouthpiece, no hoses, no wires, no surgery, no nonsense. You go in, they do the mold, and then they have it made for you, and then you get used to it. It, t- it took me about two weeks probably to get used to it. When I'm used to it, I sleep great. It keeps my jaw forward just a little bit which keeps my airway open. I have a very large soft palate, ladies. I'm just letting you know that right now, which makes me snore like a chainsaw if I don't have my mouthpiece. So that's fixed though. Simple, easy mouthpiece. Lorianne, the crew will work with your insurance company and help get you every every possible penny they can for that. And next thing you know, you could be sleeping great. It's the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher. Give them a call, 518-885-6185. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. Your ticket to the sleep you need. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day Sale. Save up to $700 and get a free adjustable base on select mattresses. Plus, you can rest easy knowing you have the 120-night sleep trial to make sure your new bed is perfect. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you are uh, having a fantastic, uh, fantastic day. And um, I feel I feel like I am. It's Is it weird like that I'm not losing my temper as much? I feel like it's – I always knew that people liked it better when I lose my temper. But is, <laughs> is it weird that I'm not? No, I think you're chill. You had an energy drink before. You gave me an energy drink, which I rarely ever have. I think it's good. I think you're chilled. You're not going to do – Expect me to do. I've heard you say that to me multiple times. I'm happy. No, no meltdowns is good, Levac. It's a Thursday. Life is good. The world is good. Well, you know, let's do this. Let's go to somebody who would know whether or not it makes sense. Andre and Troy is on the Elevation 10,000 phone line. Um, Andre, is it okay that I'm not losing my temper? I'm sure it's going to build, but should I be blowing up more often? No, this more laid back Levac. I don't know what to do with it. I actually, I'm kind of confused. How you been, man? It's Going been on, too fellas. long. How, how you been? Oh, you know, no, no, no news in my world. Just you know, status quo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen more pictures of you over the past week than I've ever seen of you in my life. So. <laughs> you got to be careful who you stand next to. I'm learning that. I'm learning that. Uh, yeah. I, Andre, I'm worried about yeah, our. With, bu- I'm worried about our Bucks. By the way, I'm worried. I know Antonio Brown at one point played for the Bucks. I'm worried about our Buccaneers this year. Yeah, well, what's actually funny, fellas, is the the Jets game where he lost his ever-loving mind. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at that game wow. um, 
basically diagonal from him uh, with my family. And I can't repeat what I said because, you know, obviously you'd have to bleep it out. But when he took his stuff off and ran off the field, you know, basically it has something to do with blank clown. And, uh, I've said that I, too. I, you know, it's, he, uh, it, it doesn't look like he's changed uh, much. So um, when, he, when I found out he was going to be at least affiliated with the Empire, you know, I said, oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> and uh, here we are, what, a month later? Has it even been a month? No. Uh, yes. Now I think just now it's a month since it started. Yeah. Gee, yeah. Well, you know, well, I mean, we brought him in to get more things. attention. I mean, I gotta be honest. Maybe I'm not there anymore, but it worked. <laughs> no, no, Levesque did not do that. Don't see. See now, I'm, I'm trying to be executive of the year two years in a row. No, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get Andre to go nuts on the phone because you haven't melted He's down. He's always been so cool. That's right. We're trying to do a role reversal. He's trying to see if I'm going to use this dump button or not, which I do know how to use. But Andre's right. Gonna, he will well, not use that. That's Dang. why Andre, I, I ignored your question, your uh, comment about the Bucks because I don't know. You know what? The only chance we have. So every year there's an NFL team that goes into the season, and you're like. They're going to get four wins at the most, like maybe like the Giants last year, right? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, the Giants come out and they guns a blazing seven and one. That's the only hope we have that something happens to where all of a sudden everybody thought the Bucks were going to be horrible, and then we start out great. I hope so. I just I feel like that roster went all in for the last three years, which they should have with Tom Brady and Gronk and, every, and Antonio Brown when he was. Different, we'll say. Different. You know, the Bucks got the Super Bowl. They'd be competitive. I put them and the Packers in the same category for 2023, where the Packers had their window with Rodgers. They're moving on. The Bucks had their window with Brady. They're moving on. I hope they have more wins than Green Bay. It would be great if the NFC South stinks and then get it with a bad record. You know what? You made me more optimistic with this call. I I hope so. Hope is all you can have sometimes yeah. as a fan. Absolutely. Well, it's great to hear you guys on the radio, so I'll be listening and – uh you know, more to come. All right, Andre. The, my favorite thing about Andre and Troy is he also keeps me honest. Like, if you, if I say something, he'll actually call and constructively ask me to explain it rather than just tell me I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> And it might build to that, but it's usually warranted by the time he gets there. So, Andre, we appreciate you being back. We'll brother. talk in soon, Andre. See you, man. All right. Take care, fellas. Um, he, I, wanted, I didn't want to do this to Andre. I'll just do it right to you. Okay. Uh, can you really compare Green Bay and Tampa Bay? Oh, you don't think so? Why is that? What do you mean? So let's, you know, let's go with quarterback, right? So Tampa, you know, the legend. So Ame, he moves on. Um, Green Bay, the legend. Rodgers, he moves on. Green Bay has their successor in place. We don't know if he's right or not, but love is in place. Is Baker Mayfield your successor? Like, I feel like you guys just went, all right, who's, you're like, whether or not, Jordan Love is going to make a good wife. At least they met him at like a library or at like 6 p.m. at the bar. Y'all walked in at like 2 2 a.m. and were like, that one's got a pulse. Let's go. Like it's, I think, I don't know if, I don't think it's the same. I think I've given up. I have on Jordan Love. And that's why I don't know if Green Bay believes Jordan Love can be the guy. The hype around Jordan Love is that, oh, well, we did this with Rodgers. Of course it's going to work out with Jordan Love. Well, he hasn't had a chance yet either. He, exactly right. And I think that's the fear here with Love is that if he's not good and they, they just gave him a contract extension, that contract to me feels more like, you know, if he sucks, we just can kind of have an affordable contract to deal him and get a really high draft pick the next year. I look at Green Bay and that NFC North got so much better so quick that I don't know where they're going to compete. Here's the problem with the Green Bay Packer franchise. What's happened with them 
is they've been hidden by some bad moves. When Brett Favre was good, Hall of Famer, when he's not throwing dumb interceptions and all the weird stuff he's done off the field. The gunslinger. He's the true gunslinger, right? Green Bay was relevant, and they sucked for a while between Favre being really good and the dominant days of those early Super Bowls. They were bad. Rodgers comes in better than Favre. He's in the conversation for a top five to seven quarterback ever. People call him the artist quarterback, where if you didn't know anything, a beautiful style of football he plays. But he's gone. And they truly never did give him the weapons he needed. They gave him the weapons he wanted, right? The classic want versus need. Mm -hmm. They gave him people he wanted. But what could have happened if they actually ever did give him a first round wide receiver running back? You and I, huge Aaron Jones fans. People didn't know who Aaron Jones was. You know, that offense with LaFleur, you can go back to McCarthy. They made it work. Tampa the same way. LaFleur, hell of a dodgeball player, though. Oh, and makes me bleed my own blood. Uh, yeah. Sequel but, coming, by the way. That's right. So yeah. that's why I put Tampa and Green Bay in the same category of the offense was there. They both went all in. They thought they maybe should have had more success, more so Green Bay in that spot. And there's another reason I bring this up, too, is because maybe it's too easy of a comparison. But if you're a Jet fan, aren't you kind of mirroring what Green Bay and Tampa just did? You bring in a veteran quarterback who's had success in another roster you got a got a lot of young players. You got a GM and head coach who feel like their job is on the line. I know Arians and Salah's a, a tough comparison there, but it feels like those two teams, and in particular Tampa, set the and Rams and the Rams. We're all in. We don't yeah. care about picks. We don't yeah. care about two years. We're gonna go get a Super Bowl right now. Well, you 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 always hear that like, oh, that's the kind of move you make if you you're a piece away. Well, when the piece is a quarterback, and you can bring in Rodgers. You gotta feel pretty good. the The problem with with Rogers, as far as the Jets go, is how motivated is he? And I know that sounds like a stupid question. You know, you're a gajillion dollars starting NFL quarterback, and you know you've got naysayers. He's remember, he's not like any one of us. He doesn't think like you think. Like Rogers could decide that it's more life affirming to go ha- host, you know, Sports Jeopardy on Crackle. And just take off, so that that's like that's the 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 part that makes that interesting. You've never had to question whether or not Brady wanted to win. Like, if is he finally hitting the wall? Are the right pieces around him? Is he distracted off the field by a divorce? And the guy he let stay at his house that allegedly tells people he hooked up with his wife. Is he distracted by those things? Maybe, but never, never just is he complacent. There's a there's a chance. I don't think it's a big chance, but it's definitely there. I don't think anybody's going to be mind blowingly shocked if that Aaron Rodgers just decides, yeah, I don't like New Jersey that much. There's not. I can't find any ayahuasca. There's no dark rooms. There's <laughs> not like. And, and again, it it just could be anything. Is he just he? I I think on a level, I'm envious of it. He doesn't care what you think. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. He cares what he thinks. And it's that sounds super arrogant, but it also sounds so free. Like, it's just amazing. Now, if I'm a Jets fan, everybody, you you guys, everybody did to me. You hope the Raiders get Rodgers. I didn't want him because, again, there's a really good chance he goes out and he just slings it and you're, you're set. But there's also a decent chance that he goes out there and goes, yeah, I just don't want to live near slot machines. They're weird. They call them one-armed bandits. Like you just never, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's success, Super Bowl playoffs. If I had to choose and go back and say, "All right, guys, you got to make a decision here," 
You got to take a veteran quarterback who's won before for a different market, but he's out of the prime of his career. He could help your team win, or you get to build your own quarterback through the draft and put pieces around them for the future. And at one point in year like five or six, you're going to overpay way too much for that quarterback, and your roster could be in shambles. Which would you choose? Roster in shambles, but a really good young quarterback who could win, or veterans who are going to take a pay cut and that might be old on the field? I would still take young quarterback yeah. shambles because there's more examples of that across the league. And shambles might be too much of a stretch, but I'm talking Buffalo, I'm talking Cincinnati, I'm talking Kansas City, where those quarterbacks all were drafted by the respective teams. They're all successful. They're all going to battle it out in the AFC. Phillies in that mix now, too, with Jalen Hurts, the big fat contract he got. So a majority of those teams did it that way, and that should still be the standard people hope for. Yeah, and it's it's weird because I think you need to see the model fail a lot before you see it change. And what's what's really kind of interesting is if you if you went and really broke it all down the half billion dollar man might be the most team friendly contract patrick mahomes 500 million dollar contract is really like 160 million with a couple pieces built in or whatever there's a point where he starts hitting your cap for like 40 50 million dollars don't get me wrong i think it's coming up actually almost now you got to draft out of your mind to make that work but the contract is also set up in such a way that I fully anticipate, whether it be this year, next year, no later than the year after, you're going to start seeing, oh, Patrick Mahomes reworked his deal. Oh, Patrick Mahomes reworked his deal. Oh, Pat-. It's going to be every single year he's going to rework his deal. And they're going to push money off. They're going to signing bonus. They're going to work out bonus. They're going to change it each year to get where he needs to be. Or, you know, we're also looking at the potential of the – league money going up so much because of the TV deals and everything else now that streaming rights are involved at a higher level. So either way, it's crazy to see the biggest number be the easiest one to work with. Watson's contract is an albatross. Um, Lamar's contract could be an albatross. Like these, these are, these are contracts that are, are going to be much more difficult to move the money around and play the shell game and do the math that, that these guys are able to do. But you know, to your, to your point guys, would I rather build my own quarterback as a Raiders fan? I've never really had that, like not in my lifetime. Like Carr is the closest I've gotten. Gannon was probably the best quarterback of my lifetime. Like we're old enough, not you know, Plunkett and Stable are better, but but Gannon, what Gannon was able to do was great. I would love to have a homegrown guy. Yeah, and that's the fun part about the draft too, why people get so hyped about it. And that's why there's so much of an investment if you think that Anthony Richardson's the guy for the Colts. Or if you think Bryce Young can be the guy for Carolina, C.J. Stroud for Houston, Levis in Tennessee. By the way, I just listed those teams off. Three of the four of the AFC South. Oh, and Trevor Lawrence is the other one. I know you're big on Jacksonville, and we'll I, talk. I yeah, we'll talk more about that as that su- our summer continues of what our NFL picks could look like three years in a row. Levac or me, one of us has nailed a Super Bowl participant three seasons in a row. Yeah. Whether the champion or a team that competed for that ring. Only so one of us has won. Yes. Yeah. Who was that one? That was you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was you. So we'll see how those rosters come together. But that should be the goal of everybody. And I love Andre's call there, too, because maybe, maybe a team surprises. That's the fun part about a four-team division in the NFL. A team that's projected to be terrible. It always happens. They shock somebody. They jump up. The fun part about this year coming up, too, is that The Jets, the Giants, and the Bills, talking the first week of May, projected to be playoff teams. 
Giants were in it last season. Bills were in it last season. Both rosters are better. The Jet roster now has a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they were right there potentially getting in the mix. So we could see a postseason with all three New York teams in it. It would be nice. Well, I'm sorry. There's no. There's no. There's only one New York team. Oh God! It's the Albany Empire. You didn't hear that last night. I don't know what. While being interviewed and explaining how much money he has spent, Tony said how much he paid for the arena, how much he paid for workers' comp, and in the workers' comp bill is he said it was 1.5 mil. It is 1.5 mil. That is what he's going to pay over the course of the season. He said that's why the Giants and the Jets play in New Jersey, and there's no other professional football team in the state of New York. Oh, man. My man don't know where Orchard Park is. He was going to play there. There was a point where the, the Bills were rumored to get him, and he doesn't know the Bills are in the Buffalo's in New York. <laughs> Does he? You know what? I'm going to play the guessing game with him. I Do don't it. even want to guess. <laughs> Do it. Do you think it was a state? I don't know. I we don't, know. don't smoke itself, guys. I don't know. Do you want to take that call? What do you uh, want to do? I guess we can do it. Yeah. All right, Corey. Corey, don't ruin this. This is Corey and Greenwich. The only reason I'm going to the phones here because we love Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand. Corey, you have a chance Hi, to redeem yourself here. Go ahead, Corey. Yep. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Good. How are Good. you? Corey. Oh, I I just had a splendid day. Very busy day. Corey, I we don't care. What do you want? Come on. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, two Jets questions. Over okay. under 10 wins this year, and the rumor is the NFL schedule is coming out next week, and it might be the Jets and Giants Monday night opener. What do you guys think, and what do you th- if you're a Jets fan, what do you think about that? I'm not a Jets fan. I think that's great that I'm not. Um, I would say I would say over 10. I think they're eleven, twelve win team. They that defense is great. The talent is is the young talent's great. You you drafted the offensive and defensive rookie of the year last year. Let's see what you did this year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is 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 an upgrade, even if he doesn't care. So I would say over ten, and then uh, yeah, we you know give me the Snoopy Bowl in primetime. I'll take it. I think it's more important to realize. I think the Jets are going to have like seven primetime games this year. That's a massive number. And it is that's the projection out there. Those are the rumors. Six to seven primetime games for Jet football fans this season. Uh, I'll start with the second one. Oh, boy. I, I don't know if it should be week one. I don't. I like Thanksgiving. Can we like get like a, a Christmas Thanksgiving? Can we get like a, a flex holiday move for Jets, Giants? I kind of yeah, like but that. You're, but you're living in somebody else's house. Thanksgiving is Detroit and Dallas. Like, those are the ones. I got to see Detroit and Dallas on Thanksgiving. Like, if I'm the Jets and the Giants, I want, I want a marquee. I want to, I want I want my own thing. I would argue one of the most memorable Thanksgiving plays of the last fifteen years is the butt fumble. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know if you want to go back on Thanksgiving now saying that out loud. Right. Uh to the over under ten wins, man. Corey, I think that's a really good number you tossed out there. And you kind of tagged it with the schedules coming out. I would like to see that schedule. Nine to ten is like perfect. Depending on when the bye weeks fall and what the matchups are in division. I'll go with nine. I will go with under, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets are one of these three to four teams that when the schedule comes out and the analytics look at and the metrics and how it all lays out, I would not be shocked if they're one of the teams that you could see two to three wins change because of how the schedule is formatted and because, as you pointed out, LeVac, how those primetime games lay with rest and all that stuff. All right. Well, hold on, though. You mm-hmm. do, we don't know when they play, but we know who they play. Yep. Split with the Bills? Bills yeah. are still better. I can I can see a split in division. Yeah, split with the Bills, split with the Dolphins. Yep, 
two wins. Split or, or take out the – they might – I'd say split the Pats too because New England's been good, especially last season. They were tight in those games, but I'd say out-coaching Belichick, that stuff, I'd give Belichick the edge. I'd give him two. I'd yeah. give him two right there. I w- so so you're at three, I'm at four right there. Chiefs, Chiefs beat them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chargers, you can take the Chargers. Eagles, a hell of a game. That's quickly three and <laughs> that's three and six real quick. Unfortunately, Jet fans on yeah. my end. Uh, the Eagles, Commanders, Sam Howell. Okay, four. Yep. Uh, Texans, five. Five. Falcons, six. That's your home. And then uh, on the road, Raiders. Obviously, you're going to lose that. I mean, come on. Um, uh, Broncos. You beat the Broncos, right? Okay, we're I'm at seven and seven right now. All right, Raiders. You, they could definitely beat the right. We don't know what 50-50 game. Sure, yeah. okay. We don't. We don't know. Uh, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys probably beat them. Yep. Giants. Mm, Christmas night. Eventually, <laughs> that I just started that rumor. Okay, so I'd probably say that's like eight. Okay, and then the Browns. Wow. So I was right there at nine and ten, and I could see yeah. one of those games getting flipped. Sorry, yeah. nine and ten is a pretty good spot there. All right. Oh, wait. I Corey asked ten. Nine. I said I'm nine oh, to ten nine, right now. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah but saying, I wanted to see how it. Well, you out. had nine. I had ten. I, I thought you were. The, I was like, dude, there's not 19 games. How are you doing? <laughs> 19 and oh, Super Bowl done. Um, yeah, I mean, there, and there's, and let's be honest, there's going to be games in that thing where, like, you know, God forbid, Josh Allen misses a week, or or Mahomes has no wide receivers one week, or whatever it is, where they're going to win a game that you didn't think they could win, and they're going to lose a game that you don't think they can lose. But yeah, I think I think they could. 10 I think 10 I, I hell I'll say 11 because I just think there's going to be I just think I think there's a chance that they could be better than you than people realize even I know that Gusecki now that he's a pat he's staying with Mac Jones because he's he wants to do that because that what could go wrong I mean Antonio Brown stayed with Tom Brady in Tampa I mean what could go wrong um I like it. I, 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 the Jets are going to be a fun watch this year. If, no doubt about it. If you're going high as 11 for the Jets, is potentially what their win total could be. <laughs> could they win the AFC East over Buffalo? I don't think so. I think Buffalo's 12-13 win team. I, I think the defense, I think, is going to be even better again. Um, the, my only concern, real concern with Buffalo, not really the running game, because I think they have a way of getting around that where Josh Allen runs. The running game's going to be better. Your buddy Latavius Murray's there now. Tay Train, hop on. Choo choo. I hate him so much. Um, the only thing that scares me is that Josh Allen has started playing hero ball since Dable left. So hopefully in the offseason, they get him to protect himself a little bit more, throw the ball a little bit more often, and, and then slide. Like when he's trying to run over like Aaron Donald in week one, that's, that's a recipe for not playing 17 games, is what that is. So. If Josh Allen protects himself a little bit better, that could be that could be really really scary in Buffalo. Um, a little breaking news for you for the Giants fans. Ooh, that sounds like a tease, Levac. Can you give us that breaking news coming up? Why well, do I have a choice? You're running the board. No, <laughs> <laughs> but before we give you that breaking news, USX Pest Control, our friends, cannot wait to find out more about them throughout this upcoming summer. Levac, we're so happy to have this partnership with us here on Levac and Goss on Fox Sports 95.990. Tell us a little bit more about them. So what they're able to do is with their exclusion system, chemical-free, they can keep rodents and pests out of your house. They go around the entire house. You can get a free inspection right now just by going to USXPest.com, and they'll seal off any place where 
you know, rodents or, or large insects are able to sneak into your house. It's really, really cool. And I got to be honest with you, I feel like it kind of insulated my house a little better. I feel like that first winter was, was a hair cheaper. I don't, I, I don't have the science to back that up. Uh, it's a, that's a LeVac claim, not a USX claim. Analytic claim. Yeah, like, like, but it was... It definitely felt that way to me. It wasn't as drafty in the house. They go through, they do all that, they keep everything out, like whether it be bats in the attic, which happens more than you realize, uh, mice in the basement, they're going to get in there, they're going to seal them out, and they're going to get you taken care of. It is is really, really cool. It is a member of the Gagne family, which is who brought you Cat's Eye Pest Control, USXPest.com. Schedule your free inspection today. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Yeah, I caught my first fish, Dad. Great job, buddy. He's a beauty. Thanks for taking me fishing. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive, and you could use the savings to make sure the boat's always ready for those magical father-son moments. Who knows, maybe someday he'll actually like fishing. So keep the dream alive and the savings coming with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now during Staples Free Tech Take Back, rewards members get $10 back in Staples Rewards when they recycle their tech. Ends June 3rd. Limit one reward per month. Exclusions apply. Visit staples.com slash recycling for details. Cut the cord on your old tech and recycle it at Staples. Hey, did you know nacho fries are back at Taco Bell? But they're not going to hang around forever, so don't wait. Or you might miss out on these hot, crisp fries covered in all those bold Mexican spices with delicious nacho cheese sauce. Or wait and just settle for flavorless fries. Regular, bland, spiceless, flavorless, flimsy, non-nacho fries. (sighs) Just an absolute bummer of a fry. Nacho fries are back. Get them today, only at Taco Bell. (laughs) Participate in U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact local store for hours and participation which fair. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. Don't know what you really want, deepening that self-awareness. Because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com score to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com score. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. I like to be honest. I like to be honest no matter if it makes me look good or bad. I've been, uh, I pointed out Gaz is, what did you call it? Your selfish shield? Selfish shield. I don't like it. I don't like that. I, I, I like it. It's a good phrase. So in the in the in the break, I was like, "Do we do this or do we do this?" I'm like, "I think we should do this." He goes the other way. I go, "Ah, you're the boss. You do what you want." As we all know, I've never listened to my bosses ever. That is me 
using him as my selfish shield. So if it's the wrong decision, <laughs> I do not get in trouble. So just so we can be clear, I may be a jerk, but I'm fair about it. Somewhere, Alan Green, our sales guy, is going to write down, Gaz made that call. Yes. Okay. And if he doesn't, I'll text it to him after the show. <laughs> uh, Giants fans, good news for you, all pro. Uh, according to that guy, Adam Schefter, the robot, he's not a real human. I can prove it. Um, I can't really prove it, but who cares? Uh, Giants all pro defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence has signed a four-year $90 million extension, including $60 million guaranteed. He is one of the hallmarks of that defense. He is going to be there for a long time. And it feels weird to say this, a guy that good, 60 guaranteed, which is the real number. That 90 is a sweet thing to say, but the 60 is what we really got to talk about. It's not a lot of money. That is not a lot of money for a guy that good. It was amazing to think about where this guy's career is going because that rookie year, not great. (laughs) I went full Tony Romo right there, right? Jim, I don't know, baby. It wasn't good. And that whole Clemson defensive line, that whole draft was packed. I know your Raiders picked up a player. The Dolphins picked up a player. That was stacked across the board. Just You go back and look back in the history of college football defensive lines. You're going to argue that's the greatest defensive line in college football history. And Dexter Lawrence was a part of it. Now that he's back and is impactful up front, in and out, right? You build at the O-line, the D-line. That's what the Giants have done. Somewhere Dave Gettleman's thinking, hey, Hey, guys, can I come back in? Everyone criticized how bad I was. Some of these guys are actually turning out to be pretty good, and Lawrence is one of them. So you got Lawrence and you got Thomas. Andrew Thomas, who also is getting picked up by the Giants, he's another one who struggled early in his career. Maybe we just have to let rookies be bad for a year and actually develop and get better, especially physically. It's defensive tackle and guard used to be the two biggest ones where – physically a 22 year old versus a 30 plus year old man. Like you could be the beast in your weight room when you're in college, but all these other guys have trained a whole different method. When you have the big beef up front, it does take a while. And both these guys have developed into really good players for New York. One of, um, one of Gaza's rules when uh, betting or picking college football is he rarely goes against BYU because they're adults. That's right. They're older. They're just older. Yeah. It's different. Like it's, it's, there are, there's a reason there's rules in place, right? So, you know, you got to wait three years after your high school graduating class just to be in the NFL, and it's, it's a, it is a rule that should 100% be against the law, because you're old enough to work, and if you're skilled enough to work, and somebody wants to pay you to work, you should be allowed to work, but it's left in place for multiple reasons, and one of those is your own safety. So yeah, it takes a little time for these guys to grow into what they need to be, especially those. Those, those trench fighters and the inside and the interior line. But, I mean, Lawrence being there just feels like it's that kind of thing that anchors your defense. You're good to go. You mentioned Andrew Thomas. He, they picked up his fifth-year option. So in, uh, he's getting 14.175 in, in 2024. That's, that's, you know, hey, you have to take this. Sorry. I hope I hope everything's okay. <laughs> I think you'll be just fine, man. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's it's going to be tough. A lot of uh, a lot of mac and cheese, maybe some canned tuna to survive on. You know, maybe you have to buy a BMW instead of a Mercedes. You're going to have to make some choices. So often over the last five years, New York professional football teams have been so bad. 
Now, the Bills got to be good before the Giants and Jets did, but Giant fan, the most consistent complaints over the last five years has been offensive line play, coaching, and the GM decisions in the offseason. Well, the offensive line play has got a lot better. The head coach had one of the great rookie first-year head coaching performances of what? The last 10 years? Maybe Sean McVay's in that mix somewhere, too? Yeah. It's that good? That's yeah. how good Brian Zabel was? And your GM? Shane's been really good. So, yeah. like, you, all the criticism, they all got fixed. Ownership listened. The Bills? You guys have been doing really good. You had a little yeah. bit longer, two decades plus, to complain about not making the The Jet fans? You got your quarterback. Yeah. So New York fans, that's my favorite part about New York passionate sports fans. We call 95.9.980 the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. New York fans, Capital Region fans, your voice has been heard. All the criticisms you've had of your teams, whether it's social media, whether it's ticket sales, whatever, clearly something has changed. And shout out to everybody. I want to give the credit to the fans on that. Because that's been a long coming for all those fan bases. Such a kiss up. What? Um, it's true. I like your Gettleman point. Like, if there's ever a reason for the fans to not get all the credit, is it, Gettleman's almost like the power hitter in baseball. Like, it's either over the wall or he strikes out. Like, it's never. The, the, he's he's not gonna. He's not legging out a single. It was, you know. All right, let's uh, let's let's bring in the big guy. Let's bring in. Let's get some hog mollies. Let's do this. And then it's like. I'm going to sign Odell Beckham Jr. to a massive extension even though I don't want him. Why would you do that? <laughs> now you're gone because you did something you didn't want to do. And I lo- and and his GM speak, I don't think you ever ever gave him enough credit for his GM speak. I didn't sign the player to trade him. That doesn't even come close to saying I'm not trading him. <laughs> That's not even like, like like you said earlier you were talking about Jordan Love, you think that contract is very tradable. Yeah. Maybe we did sign him and kept it so we could trade him. But no, I signed him because I wanted Odell Beckham Jr. to be our, our number one receiver for years and years to come. Didn't work out. <laughs> Got to go. I, I also wanted to run a marathon. Never happened, <laughs> but I wanted to. So like I, the GM speak is always, I, I love the people who can do the GM speak and you don't even catch it. And like, and he got you. You were like, he said he didn't want to trade him. I'm like, nah, he never said he didn't want to. He said he didn't plan to. It's a whole other thing. I might, maybe my parents were just sneakier than your parents. Maybe I just lived in that life. I think so. I think so. Do you think giant, like giant fans are going to have a small percentage of the fan base that becomes Gettleman stands? Like they just love him. Is this going to reach Philadelphia sport fan like where there's those Philly fans back in the mid 2010s that would show up to the NBA draft and have the Sam Hinkie died for our sins posters? The guy who started <laughs> trust the process and they got canned. But Philly got could post him. I don't think we're at Sam Hinkie level yet. No, people don't but, like Gettleman. Nah. They didn't like him. Remember um, the the COVID draft where you were you were seeing inside the houses and like Bruce Arians is super cool. He's just out there with a, probably a scotch and a smoke. Uh, Kingsbury's got the coolest house you've ever seen. It's like something out of a movie. Like what a, a American Psycho looks like. Christian yeah. Christian Bale's character be living there. And then Gettleman is like locked in a room because he's he's a cancer survivor and people were destroying him for wearing a mask during the draft and everything. It was like, wait, you, and, and usually when you like accidentally pick on somebody, it's like, Oh, look at this, look at this idiot. What's wrong with him? Well, you know, you got hit in the head with a bat. Oh, I'm sorry. But like, well, look at Gettleman. He's stupid. He looks, everybody else having fun. He's in this stupid room. Everybody's like, well, dude, he's, he's, he like just started remission from cancer. Yes. Yeah, so like nobody even cared. 
Like they just wanted to trash him. So yeah, I don't think he'll ever get the credit for part of what he did. And like you said, Shane looks better in what they're doing, him and Dable are doing together. Gettleman never found the right coach. This is going to be a whacked out comparison, but it's maybe just because it's one of the hottest stories today in sports. Is Gettleman too different in 2023 and people wanted him to fail? Like, here's my comparison. Barstool. Barstool's in the news today because of Ben Mintz, who has connections back with another radio station we used to work with in Louisiana, Matt Moscone. You can look him up. He's a great radio host. But those guys had connections there. We've had Moscone on the show before to talk about SEC football and the LSU Tigers and everything else when it was making national headlines. But Gettleman was so different that he was so old school that new football minds couldn't stand it. Oh, my God. What's he going to run out the wishbone? What's he going to play with one stick on their helmet? People couldn't handle it. Barstool is this non-traditional media company that partnered with a sports gambling company, and they were messing with Ben Mintz. Now, he was saying rap lyrics on a live video. He said a word he shouldn't have said. This doesn't make sense to me. Okay. The comparison or the barstool thing? No, you see, we're no, going like new no. age thinking people criticize yeah. the most is my point. Yeah. Well, no, because the, the comparison I get, because it's, you know, cancel culture and all yes. that, that fun stuff. But there's 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 legitimate rules. There's a there's a rule called the fleeting expletive rule, right? So if if I get really worked up and I swear on this show, that is a finable offense. However, if we can prove that it was just a fleeting expletive, it was not, you know, I, I have a history of not doing this kind of stuff and everything else, the, they'll let it go. Ben Mintz is fired because of a video I still haven't seen. And, and I know they're saying Penn Sports and stuff like that. It screams publicity stunt to me. Cause I, oh, you think it's fake? I kind of do. I kind of do. I, I mean, as much as, like, it... it it could be the case because again, cancel. And I know Penn is going through a lot of like the, the, the value is down. Um, they're having, they're not getting the success out of their, their betting markets that they expected. There's a lot of things going on where maybe they're very cautious to not rock the boat. It just feels like a great publicity stunt to me, like a smart one. And, and the, the, the beauty of it is if you really just wanted to bring him back in a couple of days, like if you, if you're, if they forced you to fire him, you let him go. You don't say a word. You go back to him a couple weeks later at Penn and go, look, no one's talking about it. Can I bring him back? And you do that. by doing. There's, it's a way bigger story because Portnoy and Big Cat and, and PMT and the, like these superstars of Barstool are all going on. A, we defend him, but we had to let him go. It's a way bigger story because they've made it a bigger story. As much as I'd like to continue about this Barstool conversation, as much as I want this Red Sox pregame show with LeVac hosting to go long, you and I have not heard from this guy in about three, maybe four years. He was one of, and can still be now into the future, one of our favorite callers of all time. Ken in Latham is on the phone. Oh! Ken, it has been too long. <laughs> Where have you been? We missed you, man. Hey, guys, I... Really happy to hear uh, LeVac uh, ranting for a couple of minutes. And then when I heard you chime in like the, you know, Ed McMahon that you are, uh, I was so happy to hear you guys. Honestly, uh, I'm usually on the other channel at this time. What? I didn't know you were on Fox. Uh, I'm really happy for you. Can't can't say it enough. Really happy to hear you. 
Thank you, Ken. We are happy to hear that. We can talk Rams. We can, That phone line is open to you. We were worried because we hadn't heard from you for a while. We are happy to have you back. More that important. phone line is open Ken, to you. Go more ahead. important, Ken, who's winning the Derby? That's what I need to know. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> you, you, you know, you beat me to it, LeVac. I wanted to say how I still remember the day seeing this lovely guy at the track and he rubs my shoulder, and I hit four in a row. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. Well, Ken, so, do this for well, us. Give, he's got to give us the winner. We, we got Andrew Champagne coming on tomorrow. If Ken, if you've got one now, tell us. If not, I can wait a day. If Ken's going to nail it tomorrow, I'm ready whenever he is. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I got a horse that I'm looking at. He's uh, He's got speed. I love the old man. Got a little bit of an inside post, but he's got a big shot, and we all like prices, right? Yeah. Absolutely. One horse, two fills. <laughs> that's the name, <laughs> two fills. He's a three horse. And Perfect. that's who I'm going with. All right. Perfect. Ken, it's awesome to hear you, man. It's, it's so cool that you came over here to hang out with us. Hey, really, really happy for you guys that I'm going to keep this number, and I, and I will be calling you. Yeah, you know, back in the day, I called a little too much, and Levesque let me know that, geez, it's you again? But <laughs> I'm Ken, gonna, if I'm not picking on you, I don't like you. You know that. And God, yes. And, and God, you're the best number two guy ever. I'm oh. sorry, you're number two, but you're the best number two. <laughs> Thank okay, you. You're like Ethan. That's what my wife tells me all the time. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> I, I'll talk, I'm potting him down now. Thank, Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Ken. I, the best number two there is out there. You know what the, doesn't yeah. smell the... I don't realize all the time that not everybody realizes. Like I'm, I always love when Ken called. I just like teasing Ken, because if I don't tease you, I don't like you. That's the rule. If I'm nice to you all the time, I'm just not comfortable around you. Ken is always fired up. That's what the thing is. And I think one day he came in a little too fired up. You had to calm him down. He wasn't ready to be calmed down. But Ken called. I don't remember. Ken called on the Elevation 10,000 phone lines. Our number is 518-690-0980. So save that in your phone, 518-690-0980. We love Elevation 10,000. Well, it's it's a easy solution to whatever you need for your business, for your brand. for like Listen, family trip and you want to do T-shirts, Elevation 10,000 can do the T-shirts for you for that. You need new banners for Little League or or to put outside your business. They can do that. Digital marketing, build a website, do a video for your commercial. Whatever you're looking for, top to bottom, Elevation 10,000 is there to help elevate your brand, elevate your business. The thing that I always loved about it is one of my statements when I was running a football team, You know, I did okay, I a couple championships while I was there. I always said, I don't know what I don't know. Help me. Well, I said that, I, I said that to Dave McClett and the team over at Elevation 10,000. And the next thing I know, I look like a genius because they do all of it. Oh yeah, you need you need uh, you need shirts to sell to the fans, throw in the stands during the thing. You need this. You need you need banners. You, you need the dashboards done. We can do all of it. It's that simple, that, that easy. Start to finish, top to bottom, whatever you need to elevate your business, elevate your brand. You need Elevation Ten Thousand. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. We all know Goodwill, but did you know when you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community? Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. DQ presents the sound of summer calling. Hey, it's me, Summer. You got